Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that brings you the personal partnership stories of experts from all walks of life so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. You know that the partnership game is not easy, but it is beautiful. If you find you're struggling with attracting or maintaining partnerships, go to speakingofpartnership.com right now, click on the big red tell me more button, and start creating your ideal partnership today. Now, let me introduce you to today's guest. I am super excited about today's show as every one of our guests from this week has provided us with bonus material. This is what we call Follow Your Yes Friday. In the 20 years that I've been doing research and working with partners and, and, and relationships and men and women, one of the things that I've found missing in many partnerships is, well, we tend to forget or maybe we just neglect to follow our intuition or what I call our yes, that gut feeling that tells us, here's what your next step is. Instead, what happens is we we tend to be in our partnerships and we're operating solely from our head. We're analyzing everything. We're disregarding just what our gut's telling. Sometimes we do pay attention. We we recognize that yes, that, that instinct, and we start to follow it. But here's the trick. We tend to not really own it. We don't defend it. We don't we don't set our boundaries with conviction. And this results in us abandoning our yes. We ultimately end up proceeding in our partnerships based on somebody else's yes. They put theirs on the table and we just go, oh yeah, that's good. And we go with theirs. What we're going to look at today, I've asked every one of our guests about their yes. Not just when they followed their yes, but also when they haven't. What happened when they didn't follow their yes? They didn't follow that gut feeling that said, oh, this is what you need to do next, and instead went strictly off their intellect and their analyzer and said, nope, nope, that doesn't pencil. I'm going to keep on this path. We've got information from every single guest that you heard this week that's going to help you understand the power of following your yes. Now, here we go. Paula Grooms, dating and relationship coach and a master's level social worker, shared a story of a time when she did not follow her yes and ended up ignoring signs in a relationship that was going nowhere. So Paula, thank you again for your, your wonderful interview. I really appreciate everything you shared there. And I'd love to ask you to, to help us to, to really illustrate the importance of following your yes, following that internal guidance. And, and where mm-hmm. I'd love to start is if you'd share with us a brief story of a time when you did not follow your yes, maybe in that moment, yeah, you didn't really realize you had that yes, but you look back and it's really, really clear. You're like, wow, my gut was telling me exactly what to do. I still didn't do it. Tell mm-hmm. us about that story. Well, I, I, can, think of, I can think of so many um, relationships with men that I didn't. And probably the last one was the most profound for me because I was... Um, I think I turned 50. I had been divorced for a while. Um, I I did have a, a deep abiding affection and love for him. And he was a lovely, wonderful consumer, as we talked about in our interview. And um, so he was a good guy. 
But he was not a buyer, and I ignored those yeses in myself. I ignored the fact that I really intuitively as a woman knows I was I was kidding myself. Um, and it led me down a path that in a way it's it's not so negative because I would not be here today talking with you had it not. Um, my all the um, insights and the principles and theories that um, have helped, uh, so many women are telling me have given them aha moments and yes moments of themselves get. So I feel like I was just a conduit from above for that for many women. But if I had followed that earlier, I probably would not have had the heartbreak um, that I had in the way that I had it that was so profound. In terms of following my yes, mm-hmm. I, um, this was um, when I was kind of doing the rules, I didn't even know that I was doing the rules that worked so well, to um, have me at a place where I was able to calmly, confidently, and albeit a bit cautiously, um, was able to say to the man that I was with at the time that I know that I'm ready to be in a fully committed relationship and know that I could go down that road with you. However, if you are not in that place, I completely respect that and um, understand that there are no, it's not about being right or wrong, good or bad. It's just about timing that's so important in life. And I, if, if I'm not that for you, then I'm just ready to move on in my life and it will all be fine. I followed that really strong part of myself that knew that and lo and behold, I did marry from that. Nice. Yeah. Excellent. And it was, it was a good, very good, um, we, it was not, the divorce was not anything about, um, it was something very concrete that both of us came to, and it was non-adversarial and all of that good stuff. Uh, and now I'm on my uh, second yes and engaged myself. Wonderful. Wonderful. Thank Congratulations. You. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, I love the way you, you, you frame those because... Like you said the first time, you you knew things weren't what they needed to be. As you using your language, you have now that you didn't have then. You know, he, he was exactly, a consumer. Yes, exactly. Yes. And yes. it's like, oh, he's he's not going forward with this. I already know this, but I'm going to keep denying it because I want it to be something different. Yes. yes. When the truth is, it just isn't. Right. It's just like he's he's like you say, he's a good guy. Yeah. But he's it's just not a match. And instead, you kept trying to, you know, square peg in a round hole kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then and when also, you turned that around and actually paid attention to the guidance, you were able mm-hmm. to express what you needed to express in a way to get clarity mm-hmm. so you could either move forward or step out. Mm-hmm. What an incredible place of, of power to stand from. It is. It is. And, and if women own that power and own our intuitive knowing... We can do much, much better. Ultimately, I mean, I don't know how you feel about this, Ken, but as a man, it's ultimately respecting him and where he is 
and not trying to fit him into something to please us Mm -hmm. or continue with us when it's really not not ultimately what he is going to want for his lifetime yes yes and you know i I use the analogy myself of it's like if, if you ladies listening went out and you were looking for a pair of shoes and you find this incredibly cute pair of shoes and you ask the person, the, the, the staff, to come bring you a pair in whatever size you wear. And they bring it out, and you slip your foot into it, and it feels horrible. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't fit at all. You're like, oh, my gosh, I would have so many blisters. This does not feel – but it's so cute. Oh, my gosh, it's so cute. I want these shoes. Do you have it in another size? No, it's the only size we have. Oh, man, I want these. And you take it anyhow. And I was sharing this analogy with someone just last night, actually, and the woman said, do you know how many pairs of shoes women have in their closet that cause blisters? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes. And that's what we're doing. We're forcing yes. it. It's, there's nothing wrong with that shoe. It's just not a match for your foot. Right. And there's nothing wrong with your foot either. Love that You analogy. just don't match. So yeah. what would be healthier is to go, okay, great. You're a beautiful shoe. I have great feet. We just have to find the one that matches and keep looking because there's thousands of shoes. Mm-hmm. You don't sit there going, but this is the only shoe on the planet. You're never mm-hmm. thinking that. Right. You're thinking, but I want this to fit. And it doesn't. Yeah. This is how practiced we've become at forcing ourselves into things that don't work and lying to ourselves. And then we get home, we never do wear it. (laughs) Right? Or we wear wear it once and the whole time we're complaining because we're like, I knew this hurt. Why did I even put this on? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's Uh what we're doing is when we're denying, we already know it doesn't fit. It doesn't mean you're bad or they're bad or you're never going to be find a shoe that'll fit you. This is not the Cinderella story. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is real life. There's an abundance of people out there. There's all kinds of great guys, but if you keep going, well, but I just if I find one, then I can make him fit. No. Yes. You're killing yourself yes. by doing that. Yes, and and women, you know, it's it's really it's really a sad state of affairs because women love so much, and when they fall in love, it's so difficult for them because their love tends to go very deep. I write about this in the book. And it's, um, it's, it's so profound for them to lose that. Um, but, but what you're saying is that if they can go more into that space of, the, um, of, of making it about abundance rather than scarcity, mm-hmm. it's a huge shift. Mm-hmm. It's a really huge shift that um, we need to, to really, women would do themselves such a big favor of knowing that. But it's about patience as well, uh, of, of being okay, being by ourselves while we're patient for that right man to come into our lives and the right fit. Yeah, it's all about that match. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, thank you, Paul. Thank you for sharing this and everything you contributed. It's been great. Yeah, really wonderful. Thank you so much, Ken, for all the good, great work you're doing. Thank you. You're very welcome. Yeah. Have a great okay. one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Guy Finlay, best-selling author and founder and director of Life of Learning Foundation, shared a story of a time when he did follow his yes and led him to opening up his mind in all relationships. Well, Guy, I want to thank you again for the amazing interview you just shared with us. So, so powerful. And anybody who didn't hear it yet, definitely go click on Guy's interview on the Speaking of Partnership page. But I'm going to ask you to do us another favor, if you would, and that is to help us illustrate the importance of following your yes, of following that internal guidance that all of us have 
and specifically in partnership, like where this plays a role. So what I'd love to have you do is share a brief story of a time when you did not follow your yes. Maybe in that moment, you didn't even realize you had one, but when you look back, <laughs> it was really clear and you're like, wow, my gut was telling me exactly what to do and I still didn't pay any attention. Tell us about that time. I think I could best summarize it by saying there, there have been points in my life where there was no understanding at all that any demand that I would place on any other human being, that they should be or do or act as I want them to do, not only ensures that they won't be, do, and act as I would have them do, but ensures that I remain the kind of man who believes that demands are the same as knowing what's right. Demands are actually the evidence that we don't know what is right. Hmm. And so those innumerable instances where my mouth became the instrument of a demanding nature and effectively hurt others and myself in that same moment has been replaced by the new yes, which is the understanding that Anytime a demand appears in me that anyone be and do as I insist they be and do, it has to be turned around not into a request that they fulfill my expectation, but a request that I see myself as being responsible for the demand and understand in that moment that demands destroy relationships. They don't nurture them. And in understanding that, dare to live the truth of it. So that any time a demand appears, it's dropped in favor of discovering the nature that believes demands actually have some right, some power, some authority. They don't. Awesome. I love that. I love that. So let's turn this around a little bit here. All right. Share with us a time in your life when not only did you recognize your yes, your guidance, but you followed that. Where did that take you? Imagine for a moment, and I think I actually write about this in my Relationship Magic book. A father gives his daughter a beautiful little potted rose. And she's watched her father work in the garden. And she does what she sees her father do, and she takes the potted rose and digs a hole and puts it in the ground, beaming, happy. Two weeks later, she comes to her father, she's unhappy, what's wrong? And her rose is wilting. And when he goes outside to see it, what do you think he discovers? She planted it in the pot. <laughs> mm. She never took it out of the pot. It could never grow. Yeah. That's what happens to our relationships. Relationships have to have room to grow. And when we have a demand on our partner, they can't see themselves and we can't see ourselves. And we are essentially in a closed off situation. The yes for me is those moments where I have understood that and been willing to see the truth of it 
and given my partner all the room she needs, all the room that people who volunteer at my foundation need to see themselves, not as I would have them see themselves, but as they are. And when you give someone the room to do that, you do it by saying yes to the part of you that understands love needs room to grow. Self-knowledge cannot uh, expand in a limited pot of particular perception. So as I've done that, I have seen my wife, I've seen my students, I've seen my employees, I've seen everybody gradually come around to a realization that can be come upon in no other way, which leads to the release of the very part of them that was self-limiting, as opposed to its fixation, because we're trying to fix them through a false guess. Love that. Love that. So, so powerful. Thank you so much for sharing those, Guy. Oh, you're welcome, Ken. Thank you to all my guests for sharing their stories of the benefits of following their yes. And for you listening, I invite you to take what you just heard about the importance of following your yes and apply it to what you heard this week on the show. Chances are there was something that clicked for you when you were listening to our interviews this week. What I invite you to do is to implement it. It doesn't matter if it's changing a behavior or a belief you've been operating from. Maybe it's looking into one of the resources or books that our guests recommended. Whatever your yes was from the material you heard from our guests this week, take it and act on it. And if you missed any of the interviews this week, simply go to speakingofpartnership.com and enter the guest's name in the search bar. It'll take you directly to the recording of their interview. You can view their show notes and find all the links to the resources they mentioned. Follow Your Yes Friday is all about you taking the next two days and applying something that you learned on the show this week. Follow up on something that caught your attention, where you thought, man, this is good. This, this could really make a difference in my life. Whatever that yes was, this is your compass telling you this is your best path. So follow it. From all of us here at Speaking of Partnership, we invite you to take your yes and take action on it today. Peace. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.